Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Small businesses bring Utah together. They inspire goodness and connect communities. These are their stories from Mighty Main Street, brought to you by the Utah Office of Tourism and Visit Salt Lake. Here's our host, Chris Redgrave, on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Mighty Main Street is a show about our small businesses in Salt Lake County and around the state, where we showcase these extraordinary business owners who share their amazing experiences and how they're thriving in today's business environment. Brought to you by Utah Office of Tourism and Visit Salt Lake. I have Pam Schulte with me, and this is the owner and the creator of Lucky Spoon Bakery. And I cannot wait for you to hear her story about how she started Lucky Spoon Bakery. This is, to me, is the essence of small business in the United States and beyond. Pam, would you share with us where you got your inspiration for Lucky Spoon Bakery? We started in about 2010, and the inspiration was my husband was allergic to wheat, and that was a newly diagnosed condition. And I love to cook. I've always loved to bake, loved to cook, and all of a sudden... I found myself not being able to really cook for him. I didn't know how to make gluten-free treats. And so I went to the store and tried to find what I was looking for and didn't find exactly what I was looking for. And I thought, oh, now's my chance. Maybe I can try to create some recipes and see if there's um, a market for this. And so we started out locally and just tried to see if there was a market and um, if there was a need and if there, you know, if we could create a bakery that was basically making the best gluten-free treats that we could, you know, come up with. And um, we've grown from there. Well, you know what is so interesting, Pam? I think the timing was perfect. Tell me your husband's name again. Jim. Jim, that's right. I think the timing was perfect for you and Jim to figure this out, especially with him being your guinea pig. And that is because in the beginning of really diagnosing gluten-free allergies and celiac disease is people just started making stuff that just, well, let's just put this in there and I'm sure it'll be okay. And it was kind of like hockey pucks were popping up all over the place. It just didn't have the creativity and the flavor that we expect as human beings. And so I think your timing must have been absolutely perfect because you've been very successful with this. Well, thank you. Uh, we, When we first started, it was definitely more of a challenge to try to get into mainstream grocery stores. The only stores that were really interested were sort of the more natural stores. And so we have seen that market really change um, in the past seven to, you know, seven years or so. It started to sort of soften where stores were more interested in carrying uh, gluten-free baked goods. Um, and now it's definitely picking up. The interest is expanding and um, we're finding a lot more traction in, in regular grocery stores. 
Well, I'm so glad to hear that because you know what? When we're when we're shopping, we just expect that to be there. And if we discover something as good as Lucky Spoon and uh, and the wonderful food that you're making right now, the wonderful desserts um, and breads and stuff, I mean, we just expect to, hey, where's Lucky Spoon? How come it's not here? So I'm glad to hear that you're selling through to our, our grocery stores besides our wonderful natural grocers as well. Uh, give us an idea of some of your best sellers and some of the things that you're creating right now that people are going nuts for. People, the cupcakes really sell well. Um, we have lots of flavors. We have chocolate, we have vanilla, we have zucchini, lemon, and strawberry, and a pumpkin. So uh, some of those are sold seasonally, and some are sold all year round. It just kind of depends on the store and where you find them. Um, so the cupcakes, I would say, are, are really top sellers. But we really also make great cookies, um, muffins, and brownies, and then we launched a celebration cake about a year and a half ago that has done really well too. So yeah, we're just trying to come up with uh, recipes and products that people sort of miss in their daily life and things that other people can buy as treats for their friends or if they're going to you know, a friend's house. Um, so yeah, we're, and we're always trying to look, we basically get our inspiration for new products from um, stores. They tell us what their customers are looking for and that kind of helps us figure out what's next and what to try to create. That's smart, Pam, that you're asking uh, the retailers, you know, what feedback are you getting? Tell me about the celebration cake. Is that for people that are looking for this maybe for birthdays and stuff? They just buy the beautiful celebration cake? How does that work? Yes, it's a it's a little celebration cake. It's, um, you know, smaller than a regular cake, but it's about a six-inch cake. And it's chocolate with buttercream on top and sprinkles. And it really can, you know, cover any birthday um, graduation every day. It's not so big that you couldn't buy it for every day. Um, and people really have uh, responded to it well. They seem to really like it and, uh, you know, not too big. So if you're bringing it to a celebration, not everybody's gluten-free. So we didn't want to serve, you know, a giant sheet cake for everybody that doesn't want that. But uh, it's, so I think it's the right size and kind of easy to pick up and take along and or eat at home. Yeah, that's good. That makes sense. So how many people on board do you have with Lucky Spoon? We have about 25 to 30. Pam, you've really grown. It's been, we've been in business for close to, well, yeah, almost 10 years, which is hard for me to believe. So yeah, we just keep chipping away. And uh, it's been a good year, even, even with all the coronavirus. And we've managed to keep everybody pretty healthy here, which is nice. Um, we have a great team here. So. so Pam, did you ever think in a million years you'd own your own business? Not really, no. I uh, I always thought it would be, you know, fun to do something, but I never could figure out the right product or what, you know, what would really make sense for me. Um, so I, I feel like I just got lucky, pardon the, the, well, that is part of the name of the company, Lucky Spoon, but I felt like I got lucky figuring out that, you know, there was possibly a need for this um in the grocery stores and my, you know, combining that with my love for baking and cooking and uh, really wanting to do something like that. So I feel really grateful to have had the opportunity to try to do this. So who is, I mean, who's your guinea pig? Is it Jim? Is Jim just like the head guy where you just go, okay, Jim, we have a celebration cake. We want you to try slice. That's right. He's a great tester. He's a a very good tester. He's, um, he's, you know, able to say it needs a little bit more work or it's close or, you know, this, this is good. Um, so that's really helpful. And, uh, he, he definitely gets the final vote. <laughs> he oh, gets I love to that. Say yes or no. 
Yeah, what a great partnership. You know what's interesting, Pam? We must have years ago, we must have just suffered through this. We just must have been uncomfortable and not really known why we're bloated or we're sick. You know, we just don't feel right. Uh, because this is this is something that's just really happened. It seems like it's just happened in the last maybe 20 years as far as this renaissance and wanting to prepare food that's that tastes good for people that have this. Is that your experience of this? Yes, I think I think what happened is, um, you know, 20, 30 years ago, very few people were actually diagnosed. And I think the time to diagnosis was something like seven or eight years. And it really took a long time for doctors to kind of figure out what it was. And so as it got more, uh, you know, sort of in the cultural awareness, um, people that are truly celiac have had an easier time getting diagnosed in the last 10 years. And then there's a subgroup of people who are just, in, you know, sensitive to wheat. And so they are finding that they just feel better when they eat gluten free. And so that's another subset. So there's a few different buyers, um, you know, shoppers that are looking for gluten free celiac and sensitive people. So that just the awareness around it has really changed and, uh, and grown the category. And uh, definitely, you know, at the beginning, I think grocery stores were definitely just trying to fill themselves with what is gluten-free. That's fine. We'll stock it. Now, you know, you really want to, and our goal is to make food that tastes great, that everybody could enjoy and that people wouldn't say, Oh, that's, you know, that's just for, Somebody who's allergic to wheat or doesn't want to eat it. Well, you know we what? Really I really strike. Yeah. Well, go and ahead. I was just going to say, I, I've tried your products and they're delicious. Do you want to, um, as we wrap up, do you want to give us some of the retailers where people can find Lucky Spoon Bakery products? Yes. Locally, we're in um, Harmon's and Sprouts and Whole Foods carries some of the cookies, I believe. And uh, Natural Grocers, I think, has um, some of the uh, cupcakes. And uh, then nationally, we're in some Safeways, some Kroger's, some Albertsons, uh, Fresh Market. We're just about to launch. And, uh, again, all the Sprouts. And um, on the East Coast, we're in Giant Martin and lots of different stores on the East Coast. So, Pam, congratulations on your success. And, you know, it was all done with love and with you wanting to prepare something really great for your for your spouse, for Jim to eat and have him not feel like he's kind of being, you know, out in the dark where the rest of us are enjoying uh, all this wheat and sugar and everything. And so, you know, it, you, your intention was really good. And now you've just grown into this incredible business. And what a wonderful staff that you have on board as well. So thank you so much, Pam. All the best to you. And uh, it's been a while. So I'm going to one of my favorite retailers, grocery stores, and I'm going to pick up some Lucky Spoon. So thank you so much, Pam, for your time today. And you're brought to us by Visit Salt Lake. Oh, you want to give us your website so people can check out some of your products? Yes, it's uh, LuckySpoon.com. Thank you so much, Pam. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. It was so nice to talk to you. To hear this interview again, download the KSO News Radio app or listen anywhere you find great podcasts. Just search Mighty Main Street. We're coming right back on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.